Ramble. All right, guys, we're going to stop the podcast to talk to you about Airbnb experiences with animals. If you know me, if you listen to this podcast, there is nothing more in this world that I love than animals. So a lot of people just assume that Airbnb is only to rent out a house for a vacation or something like that, but you can actually just do Airbnb experiences. And like Rim said, they also offer animal ones, which are really cool. You can have magical encounters hosted by animals and their advocates. We are actually planning on doing one where this is really big. If you guys listen to the episode where I got stuck, we got stuck in a cyclone and we're jet skiing. And Bora Bora. I am traumatized, but they have an experience that I cannot pass up. You can do sea-doos or jet skis or whatever with dolphins. Fun fact, dolphins were like my favorite animal growing up. I love dolphins so much. So obviously I need to try it out. I'm very excited to do this experience and I'm just a big fan of Airbnb overall. We should do it this weekend. Oh, I'm so down. The weather's been nice. It's been perfect. But some other options are you can hike with a llama, learn to communicate with a horse named Ibiza. So cute. They're also led by caring experts with a unique understanding of the animals they live and work alongside so you know you can trust them. They're responsible, and I feel like it's just a really great experience. And every single animal experience follows guidelines developed in partnership with the World Animal Protection. So again, like Rem said... You know it's good. So be sure to check out airbnb.com slash animals to learn more. Again, don't forget to check out airbnb.com slash animals to learn more. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Pretty Basic. Alicia Marie here. Hi, my name is Remy Cruz. Welcome to our podcast. And first of all, the response on last week's episode, I saw so many people just saying how much they loved it and they loved what we were talking about. And it's so weird. We kind of talked about it last week, but it was, it's just, it's so weird how we had seen each other the day before and it kind of almost made it feel like when we first started the podcast because we've still been recording every single week, Mm -hmm. but we just extra, like we really loved last week's episode for different reasons. And I loved see, I was going through all my DM requests because I honestly, I'm such a bad influencer. I didn't realize you could go through like DM DM requests until like maybe a few months ago. So now I'm like obsessed with it and I love seeing it um, and just replying to you guys and reposting all your stories. And it was just so cool seeing people say that. So if you guys love it, seriously, it may seem so little to you, but it makes our day when we see your responses and all of that stuff. Yeah. I think what was really interesting is like we hadn't had – we used to see each other like every second of every day for like six months. And then just like life got in the way. And then when we did see each other, it would just be like, you know, we were at an event or like something like that. Like nothing happened between you and I. It's just like life yeah. happened. And then like other people came into our lives, whatever it may be. But – Last week, the night before we recorded, you came over and we just talked for like six hours, like oh old God. times just and caught, caught up. up on everything. And then I think like seeing each other again to actually record, like it kind of reminded me that like we are pretty basic. As like yeah. dumb as that sounds, like it's just us talking yeah. and like sharing our lives and things like that. And it just like that six hours in my apartment was pretty basic. Yeah. It's just like us, wherever we are, which no, is weird. I think but. it's so good to kind of bring it back to that. And that's what really inspired today's episode. We wanted to really talk about just healthy relationships and what we've learned just around the topic of relationships, whether it's relationships with your viewers or relationships with like you know, a significant other or relationships with family, friends, whatever, and just everything. And I think, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to go through it. We both have some like points that we want to talk about. Okay. So believe it or not, we are almost at our one year, I guess our birthday, our one, one year birthday. Pretty basic birthday. First birthday. Turning one. Of this podcast. And I don't know, you and I are very self-reflective people and just reflective people in general, very nostalgic. It's actually like how annoying we are. (laughs) So 
I thought it'd be really fun to like towards the end, now that we're almost at the one year, to start thinking about how much we've changed. Mm -hmm. And I know a big, big topic that we've talked about during the year has been relationships Mm -hmm. and friendships and things like that. And I think throughout the year, we've really learned how to kind of make stronger, build stronger and healthier relationships. Yeah. And it's so crazy because we've done so many episodes on like toxic friendships and whatever. And honest to God, I don't even know what I've said before, but I can guarantee whatever I'm going to say today about how to have healthy relationships is fully different from what I used to think. And a year from now, I'm going to think completely differently again. But I do love that we have this like bank that I can go back, hear what I used to think, almost like laugh at it, but also kind of maybe remind myself and learn from that and just kind of keep carrying on from there. Yeah. So today I thought it'd be really fun to talk about kind of like what we've learned throughout this year of having this podcast of how to maintain healthy, maintain and build healthy relationships with significant others, with our careers, with our friends, with each other, whatever Mm -hmm. it may be, and just kind of talk about that. Okay, but first we have a game to play. I'm very excited for it. I'm nervous. Let's go. (laughs) So this is actually, this happened yesterday. Okay. This is how it happened. I need to set the stage. So yesterday, you know, TK and I were like, we love business. We're always like brainstorming that kind of stuff and always... I love helping other people with like their brands and whatever. So we were talking about just like that topic in general, right? And then you told you tagged us in a story and it showed Eli at a whiteboard and you guys were planning out your video that you're filming right now, which is currently. Which is Oh, so sorry. Well, I haven't come up with the title yet, but basically I'm living as five other YouTubers for the week. I am currently David Dobrik. I drove here in my Tesla. I'm wearing a black hat and a Vlog Squad shirt. I I just knew you had to promo that, you know? Thank you so much, yes. YouTube.com slash Miss Remy Ashton. You just didn't get my hint, though. (laughs) I thought thought you were going to explain it for me. No, I wanted you. This is because we didn't meet up yesterday for six hours. We didn't plan. We didn't plan. I'm just kidding. Um, So I saw your story, and a game... TK and I had been playing all day yesterday and it was so funny because we assumed you guys were doing something similar. I forgot you were filming this video Mm -hmm. and we were, we were playing this game where we were talking about people's brands and what's like someone's natural, like things that stick out about other people. So I was thinking, for instance, let's talk about like Shane Dawson, right? Mm -hmm. What are like the first like five things that just like come to you about him? Pig, ma- uh, like um, makeup, um, soda, like editing, even Andrew, mm-hmm. like just or makeup now, you know, like there's certain things that go with people, whether you want to call it their like brand or just like things about them that stick out. So we were playing this game while we were filming and setting up and stuff throughout the entire day. We would throw out someone's random name, be like, go. And you'd have to like talk about the things that first come to you about them. And we were saying how it was interesting how there's certain people who we struggled with. Okay, so basically... I have a list of names, and I want you just to, like, say the first things that, like, come to you oh, about those God, people. Oh, God, I hope I don't offend anyone. No, 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 no. And it's not, it's, it's not, like, describing them. It's things, like, think about it from an outside perspective of, like, as a viewer, like, what do you think about with them? Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. This was so fun. And these are all YouTubers or just people? I have a list. <laughs> oh, dear God. Okay. Um, oh, my God, I'm nervous. But what's funny, what's funny is while we were doing that, we saw the story that you posted, so we assumed you were doing that. And then oh my when God. I saw my list, I was like, oh, that's interesting. She would put that for me. <laughs> and then I forgot you were filming this video, and we were like, oh, my God, this is so funny. So. Cool.
Okay, guys, literally I was on Twitter the other day and I saw a fan say, I don't know how I never tried this. I finally tried Third Love and Alicia knows what's up and tagged the brand and the brand sent back this hilarious gift. And I was like, they just get it. They get everything. They get Twitter humor. They get bras. They get underwear. They just get what the world wants. They're just cool. As you guys know, Third Love is one of our sponsors. Huge shout out to them. If you are looking for the perfect bra, this is where you need to go. It's super easy to find it. They have this little quiz. It's so fun. It honestly takes, I think, 60 seconds. It takes one minute and it helps you to determine what exact fit you want. And I honestly, when I first tried this, I was doubting it so much because I was thinking, how can a quiz tell me what bra size I am? Even when people in person usually measure me wrong. You know what I mean? They nailed it to a T. I've never had a bra fit me more, just better. And it doesn't give me like the back fat. It doesn't like gap or like I lean over and my bras just open. Like it's so comfortable. And I swear I talk about it a lot, but I genuinely just wear it all the time and love it. And they also offer half sizes, which no one else does. I really hope that they patented that or something because like um, that's dope. Also, it's really great because Third Love offers more than 80 sizes and actually over 14 million women have taken the quiz to date. So I feel like you can really trust them. And here's the cool thing because you're buying it online and you may be nervous about returns and stuff. They actually have the best return policy. You have 60 days to wear it, wash it, really put it to the test. And if you still don't love it after you've worn it for 60 days, you can still return it and Third Love will actually wash it and donate it to a woman in need. So Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash basic now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first order. That's thirdlove.com slash basic for 15% off today. Okay, Lord DIY. Um, DIYs, um, mousse, you're not the mousse, um, oh my god, what do I think? I think of scrunchies, I think of really nice teeth, I think of a white Range Rover, I think of crop tops, Brandy Melville, Canada, can I stop? Canada, yeah, oh my you god. don't have to go fast either, oh, okay, okay. you can pick like two solid things, oh, okay, 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 but yeah, I would even put like rainbow, like she always does like the, hol- like iridescent, she loves sparkles, holographic, Spark, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. Um, even just like scissors. Oh, damn it. I should have said scissors. Do you know what I mean? Like scissors. It's like specific Cut things. Cut that added in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. I'm nervous. <laughs> no, no. You don't need to be. We can cut anything. That, you're not going to offend anyone. I promise. Okay. Billie Eilish. Ooh. Um, baggy clothes. Green hair. Right. But what's funny is that's only recent. Yeah. But it's like a thing now. The green. I think of Claudia and Phineas. <laughs> um I think of this one video of her dancing when she was a kid. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I always I think didn't know about she was a video. dancer before. She's good. All of this, yeah. She's really good. That's crazy. James Charles. Pinkity drinkity. Uh, yeah. I knew you were gonna <laughs> say that first. Yeah. Tesla. Um makeup. <laughs> drama. That's fine. That's fine. Okay, drama. <laughs> she so, loves you. I'm so sorry. I really do love you. Um, the most beautiful skin. Oh my god, yeah. Gorgeous skin. Really pretty eyes. Mm-hmm. Is that that's good? No. I, I, I just, <laughs> the the point is, I'll say stuff with you because the whole point is like it's interesting seeing what someone thinks of and what okay. another person thinks of. Okay. So for James, I'd even think of his dog now, like his puppy. He got a dog. He got a puppy. Oh, I don't keep up. Oh my god, so what cute. kind of dog? Oh, it's a lab. Oh, no, I think it's, is it a golden? I think of freckles, too. Cute little freckles, singing. Oh, singing's a good one. Singing. Yeah, like music. Golden, golden Retriever. I knew it was a golden. Oh, I love TK Golden Retriever. TK wants a golden, that's right. Yeah, they're cute. Okay, Patrick Star. Ooh, 
Um, like fl- like flawless like makeup. Like glam. Like to the nines glam for like a very casual event. Even, I think most people would put him in beauty. I would also put him in fashion because his looks are so good. His hats and his hair. The turbans. I went to a movie premiere and he sat in front of me and the woman next to me who didn't know who, she, who he was was like, um, excuse me, like, w- like what's going on? Because his turban was so big and it was covering uh, what you could see. It was so funny. Oh my God, love him. Yeah, just like the fashion, the work, even glam the word glam because oh yeah just all of that I think he fully lives that I also think he's so nice so nice can I also say I love that he always stays in his own lane oh my in god in the makeup world but like killing it oh yeah so, like he's like killing top, but it. also just like every, I feel like everyone loves him everyone gets along with him I think he's so cool oh I li- side note I totally forgot to tell you when we were in Tokyo he said because he has a studio he yeah. said he'd love us to go and like glam us and do a photo shoot <gasps> that's my dream I want him to do it <laughs> like if anybody could yeah for real oh, him wait, of all so people funny. yeah he was like you guys need to come we'll do a pretty basic thing I was oh like, yeah, my I'll god talk to him. I remember when um PB had just launched he walked up to us in an event it was a benefit mm. one he's like I want to be on your show and then took my phone and put his phone number in I was like I love him like I'm not kidding i've always said this our first guest has to be patrick star oh my god i love him okay um claudia saluski phineas yeah cutest nose ever just like really if i could get a nose job it would be i would just like take her (laughs) nose and i always think cutest nose so genuine and nice i would put like i want to say fashion but there's a different type of fashion not like revolve girl fashion she's just she always I feel like she wears things before they're trendy. Like, mm-hmm. she doesn't care. She's a trendsetter. That's perfect. I think she just has a great eye for things. Mm-hmm. Aesthetics-wise, yeah. I think that she's just... She always she's has, though. It. Do you remember her old videos? Oh, yeah. Like, she always has been the one who has had more of that aesthetic. Beauty Beyond Star, her blue room. Oh, my God. At her parents' house. Yes. Oh, God. I love her content. Oh, my God. What else? Um... She's a good. She's Editing. an artist. I was gonna yeah. say artist. She's just got an eye for everything. She's really good with like graphics and all of that stuff. Um, so that stands out to me. And she and Phineas are so cute. They're very cute. They're yeah, super cute. Um, Taylor King, <gasps> juicy, juicy. It's about to get juicy in here. Um, just the most energetic person I've ever seen yes. in my life. Yes. Always going at a hundred. Um, just like so sweet and so grateful red just like so thank yeah red oh, i feel like i'm saying all these like personality traits yeah you're saying adjective i mean it's fine but like more like just things that i think of her yeah um i don't know just flames. like flames yeah flames red i want to just talk about how happy everyone you're is. such a like, two you're nice. like they're amazing they're so i was nice. like no 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 like cherries <laughs> red <laughs> red blonde red yeah um podcast Podcast. Or polls. Oh, my God. Polls. Yeah. Polls. She's, like, known for her polls. Yes. Kim Kardashian. It's going to do people you don't personally know. Yeah. Ass, hips, but. waist. <laughs> I think of the, like, wet hair for some reason. I Slicked think of back. wet hair. See, when I think of her glam, it's a different from Patrick glam. Mm-hmm. You know, like, she's a very... She's the same glam over and over again, but it looks good. She's, like, got it down to a... It's a like, very natural glam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Looks Mario. Um, businesswoman. Oh, entrepreneur for like sure. Like, lawyer. Like, contracts. Oh, I forgot about the lawyer thing. Um, Fashion, like, mogul. Yeah. She's a trendset- trendsetter for um, sure. Oh, my God. Definitely controversial. Mm. Like, definitely. Good one. Um, ooh. Now I'm just thinking of, like, shapewear and her KKW Skims. beauty. I think just, like, Skim sent me consumer. a waist trainer after my... <gasps> How so was it? I, I haven't tried one. it. I'll have I you try it. Try. Okay. I haven't tried it yet. Um, last one. Remy Cruz. <gasps> Daisy. 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 
I think of downtown LA. Really? I don't know. Soul Cycle. Soul Cycle for sure. Like if someone was to do a video copying your life, what would they be doing? Ooh. Like I should have said that before all of these. Oh, I see. I see. (laughs) Okay. Understandable. Yeah. I think Scream at Daisy. Fitness. Um, Fitness. Air Fryer. Soul Cycle. (laughs) Um, Shopping. I would even put like very happy like Mm -hmm. you come to your channel because you're always like glowing and happy yeah not like you need to be but like you definitely feel good after watching your videos you know what I mean thank you so much um I would even put the big sister (gasps) in there like thinking of you don't do them often but your sit down talks yeah I think people are really interested in that really I feel like I'm so boring See, I feel that way too, but people tell me that they like me talking and I'm like, I hate me talking. Really, same. Yeah, but then also people are listening to us talk right now. True, <laughs> I, true, I true. had a moment where I forgot people are listening to this. I always forget. Um, I feel like I'm the fun friend that people want to go out with. That's what I always thought I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you could even show that more oh on the main channel. I hope so. You don't have to be crazy, but just like, I don't know. I feel like people get that vibe. They're always like, oh my God, like you just seem so fun and chill. And The amount of girls that DM me now when they're drunk and are like, hey, I'm drunk I just want you know I want to go out with you and oh I'm my like so, okay let's oh my, go ladies even our meetups all the girls were like can we go out after this <laughs> we should have we so were so funny. tired but I really feel like we missed a fun opportunity every stop miss some content baby content okay well that was my game that was a fun game yeah. <laughs> you got so nervous in the beginning I'm like yeah sorry like, I don't want to offend I got my nerves out I'm okay now no, well today we wanted to talk about I don't know. We're coming up almost on the one year of this episode of this show. Not this episode. Is that insane? Like that's insanity. It feels like I don't. It doesn't feel like we've done fifty-two episodes. That's for sure. And more than that, what the heck have we talked about? I just censored myself. (laughs) What have we talked about? Well, you know what's crazy for the year. And just like yeah, there. Um, I feel like we talked about so much, but I don't even know what we've talked about. Well, I feel as though the first few months of it, when you think of, I just remember the first episode. I think that's when I did that handcuff challenge with Ashley. It was one of the top ones. Yeah, because we were in that room over there. It was one of the first two. We were in the other room. We have to record that one in there if we can. Oh, for next the next one, right? We should. Okay. That would be crazy. Yeah. Oh, I'm so down. And that's where we did content baby content. That's where we did the first like month of episodes or so. Yeah. And then we moved into the studio next to it, which has couches. You guys probably see like the Little socials. The socials and stuff. Shout out, Evan. I just feel like (laughs) it's weird. You know when you look back on something in your life and something feels like it was yesterday, but at the same time feels like 10 years ago? Mm -hmm. That's exactly how this feels for me. Oh, completely. Because to me, I'm thinking even uploading that handcuff challenge video, I just uploaded that. And in my head, I'm like, oh, just kidding. It's been a year. Yeah. A year. It feels like yesterday. I was screaming about content, baby content. Like it feels like, and I, like I vividly remember you, like you got up at one point, you like got out of your chair when I got to a real, but like that feels like it was yesterday. I remember that. I remember when I got the call about this podcast, but it's just crazy how much in our lives have changed. I feel like next time for the one year anniversary, we need to like reflect on everything. I want a deep reflective just everything. So much has changed in our lives, which a lot changes in a year, but it's crazy. It's more that, here's the thing, a lot of things have changed in our lives, but on top of that, we have just changed so much as people. Like when I think of the girl sitting in there recording that first episode, I've changed so much. You know what's crazy though, is what we want to talk about today. I think like a lot of things have changed in my life. And yeah, I know like that happens naturally, but a lot has changed because I've changed. Mm -hmm. Like I've made a lot of changes and shifts in my life because I as a person don't 
take as much from other people now anymore. Be like, you know, in a bad way. If someone's mistreating me or something like that, I used to have a really hard problem with letting go. Yeah. And granted, I still have problems with letting go. And there's a lot of things in my life that I'm but still holding easier. on to that I wish I could let go of. Yeah, but it's so much easier now that I respect myself more and I know my self-worth. And that I think was, I was able to make those changes in my life because now I know myself better. And a lot of it is through this podcast. And also you seeing those relationships or whatever, you also realize how it's not good for that other person for you to be so like, I'll do anything. Like, what do you need? You know what I mean? Because they also need to realize that people, you know, like you can't be just at their beck and call for anything. Yeah. In that, like, I know how we we're talking. I I don't know how it sounds, but, um, but yeah, as what you were saying about this podcast helping, I think it's been such a trickle of doing this podcast has helped me with my vlog channel, be more myself. And then Mm -hmm. with that, it's slowly trickling down to my main channel. Mm -hmm. Even Ashley said the exact same thing about how she feels like she's 100% herself on her podcast Mm -hmm. with Taryn. And I feel the same way on here. Mm -hmm. But then when I think of filming a sit-down main channel video, for some reason I get all up in my head and I – it's so different. Yeah. Like it's harder to still talk like this. So sometimes when I'm filming, I'll say to myself, it's your vlog channel. Like it's chill. Or I'll say to myself, it's just the podcast. Like talk as if it's a podcast. I don't think – I I, I've, I agree I've made changes for sure for vlog channel and main channel, but I don't think I'll ever be able to reach this level of comfortability. I think a huge thing is the comments. Mm. Like you're, I feel like YouTube is more of a billboard for our high comment on my life where the podcast, if you're listening to an hour, we've talked about this, if you're listening to an hour of someone talk, you obviously are using your time for that. Yeah. Where a video you can kind of watch for two seconds, have an opinion, and then write something like snarky. That's true. You know, where, so I do think it's, it does feel like you're less attacked on here. Um, yeah, I've never, I'm sure there's so many comments on this podcast that are not nice, but I've never read a single nice never, one or a bad one. I've oh, never I mean, read we've seen comments. We've seen the good responses for sure, but yeah, there's not like a hate, like we don't read like, I don't know. I mean, I've never read comments on this, to be completely honest. Like the reviews? Yeah, I've never read a review. Oh, I've, I've definitely skimmed them every now and then. I can just guarantee there's some bad ones, so I don't listen. I don't oh, read it, them personally. But yeah, I think that's something we've learned also as influencers as before I used to make myself reply to every single comment because yeah. I like I had to and I'm going to and, yeah. and I get that. But then also it came to a point where I realized, oh, just like any relationship in your life, you have to figure out certain walls and boundaries. certain boundaries is such a better word, boundaries of that so if I know I'm not in a good like headspace I'm not about to go through my comment section before bed when that could literally just Set ruin everything bad day, also yeah. I've really tried to stop reading any even just like my twit like go on my phone or like twitter replies or comments or stuff when I first wake up because that will literally set my day like if yeah. I read a negative comment in the beginning of the morning then it just throws me off like it's you're willingly allowing that to affect you it's so hard it is really hard it's so it's really hard when you you make content and you're not actually like, I don't know. It's so weird. Like when you offend someone or whatever, and like that's what causes them to comment mm-hmm. something bad or you've offended them so that it hurts their feelings or whatever it may be. Like that's never our intention. Yeah. So I think that's what's so hard for me at least is like I read these things where people are like, oh my God, whether they find me annoying, whether they have a problem with something I did or how what I did in my life or whatever it may be. It's like, this is my life. This is what I chose to do. I'm sorry that it offended you in any way. But mm-hmm. like also I can't understand how you can be upset with me when it really does not affect the other person. Yeah. That's what I have my like big issue with. And I'm still like it's an ongoing thing for me all the time. Yeah. But I think that just also comes with being a content creator. 
know about you guys, but after not being in school for a while, I just want to learn more and knowledge is power. And it's so cliche, but so true. So I want to learn how to be a DJ. I mean, <laughs> honestly, I'm not even kidding. There are like 10 people from my hometown that I know that went to college for one thing and now are trying to be music producers. All these people that want to be music producers, like, yeah, it sounds so fun, but where do you even begin? Well, also, a lot of people go to music school, but they always drop out because they don't want to learn like music theory. Mm. They want to just know how to be a pop star. I mean... Don't we all? Don't we all? We talk about Skillshare all the time, but seriously, guys, if you're looking for a new hobby or interest, or if you're just wanting to learn a little bit more and take on a little side gig, definitely check it out because you can learn so many classes and it's so different learning stuff when you're not in traditional school because you actually want to learn it. Um, we've taken so many classes, but as I was saying, I legit, this is a fun fact, I always felt like I could be such a good DJ because I have music background, but I've never tried it once. I think I should do, I think it needs to be a video or something, but I think that's a class that I would totally take. What would you take, Rem? I think, you know, as you know, I like to sit in the front of the Ubers and I love to be the, the Spotify <gasps> What DJ. if we do it together? Because here's the thing, I'm good with the technical part of music, like the beats and all that stuff, but mm. you're good with knowing what songs go together. Mm. Like you're always good with the playlist. We should so be a to, duo. PB, DJ PB, PB, PB DJ. We have a we new Pretty this. Basic venture. Pretty Basic We should start a club. Let's start a club. Oh my gosh. Wait, imagine a club. <laughs> Wait, no, we would be an iconic duo. This is such a good idea. Obviously, we have a lot of work to do, so we're going to start by taking <laughs> some classes on Skillshare. And if you're not wanting to be the next huge DJ like us, you can also take classes in photography, creative writing, design, productivity, business, literally anything you can think of. And if you guys want to join us and join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners, you guys can get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering pretty basic listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash pretty basic. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash pretty basic to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash pretty basic. Yeah, so that's basically something that I've noticed change overall over this past year of my relationship with YouTube in the comment section. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just like, I feel like the tip of the iceberg. And then having those boundaries of, you know, whether it's not letting myself look at certain times or realizing that someone can say something and it still shouldn't affect me who I am as a person or shouldn't disrupt my whole day. Yeah. Like the, that's something where before I would have been so upset. I would have replied a nasty comment back. Um, I would have text, I would have made it just a such big thing where I feel like now I'm able to remove myself and say, okay, no matter what people have these opinions. And this is something I struggle with every single day that doesn't affect me and who I know I am. Yeah. But it's so freaking hard. Yeah. And then I think seeing that also when it just comes to friendships, you know, before when a friend would say, hey, can we talk? I would have the biggest anxiety attack of my life. I would run from it. I hate confrontation so much. Where now using those kind of same tools and stuff as the YouTube comments, like realizing, hey, we love each other. What's the problem? Let's try to fix it. And me caring about our friendship yeah. Let's like us, for example, if you were to say, hey, can we talk? I'd be like, yeah, what's up? Because I care so much about our relationship mm -hmm. that even if you have something that's going to hurt me or like something you say that like might hurt a little bit, I know that that's even if you have something that may hurt for two seconds to me, that's like not nearly as important as our friendship and yeah. fixing that. And I think that's something that I've greatly learned this past year. And it's weird how all of this like goes together. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, I think that's just one of the things of like kind of getting a little more mature and taking a step back and knowing your intentions. You know, if if I was ever to be like annoyed with you for something, right, which that happens all the time and just like friendships or relationships or your family members or whatever in general, like knowing that 
what are one what are your intentions two am i ticked at something else right now am i like projecting anything on you you know what i mean like being able to take two steps back i think is one of the biggest things when it comes to having healthy relationships because there's always going to be something that bothers you or may annoy you or trigger you um where before, when you think of like high school and all that drama, it's like, oh my God, she looked at me and, and you just make it this such big deal that it doesn't need to be. And it's just, that's when all that drama comes in. And I just sound, it feels like we're just getting mature. I, I don't know. hope, oh my God, I hope to God I needed that. I think when you think of like your career, your friendships, your boyfriend, your family, your best friend, whatever it may be, the common denominator is you. Mm-hmm. And so... I think it's just really important to, I feel like we always say this, but like be self-aware. Yes. And something that I've worked on a lot in the past year and like I still struggle with it a lot is whenever I've realized a lot of my friends have an issue with talking to me if they have like bad news or a problem with me because my defense mechanism is to get defensive. Mm-hmm. And Which I understand- most, That is most people's- Defense Defense mechanism. mechanism. Exactly. But- and I used to think, like, I used to think the thing, like, well, that's just me. That's yeah. just how I handle things. But that's a really immature way of looking at it. And this is something, this literally just clicked to me when you were talking. I think a lot of people think, oh, I'm already um, self-aware. Yeah. You can never stop learning to be self-aware. You can never, you're, you're, never you're constantly there. changing. So you're always going to have something new to learn about yourself. Yeah. So if you, if someone says, oh, like, you know, you need to be self-aware or you need to kind of try a little more in that area. To just limit yourself to, oh, I've already learned that is so bad because then you're all, you're probably, uh, it's doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. I so just, you're never done learning that. And that's a, that's a trait that you should always keep expanding and just being like, no, I do want to be more self-aware. And, um, you know, I'm trying to think of other examples too, but I think that's a huge one. Yeah. I think like over the year, it, if you asked me this time last year, if you if you specifically mm-hmm. came to me with an issue, my defense mechanism would be to just like deflect and get upset mm-hmm. and just like honest, also just kind of like fend for myself in a way of just like, what is the word that I'm looking for? But just like defend myself and just mm-hmm. like, no, and like completely pretend like, like nothing's yeah. wrong. I'd get upset. I would make you feel bad, which was a really bad way to do things. And mm-hmm. it took me this whole year to kind of understand like, okay, I need to get off my high horse. Mm-hmm. I can be wrong. Yeah. That's a thing. And I need to be able to apologize for my actions and own up for my mistakes. And that is something that I know that I would talk about with the toxic friendship things mm-hmm. is like, you know, I would own up for my mistakes. But I also realized, I don't know, I was still on my high horse of things. And like, I could never do this wrong. I, could never I do genuinely, this wrong. same. I almost like bluntly, not that I thought it was perfect, but I remember at one point thinking that like everyone else had some issues and I didn't. No, and exactly. I'm just like, uh, I truly was like, yeah, I don't have anything I'm dealing with. Turns out like, oh my God, that was one, just so wrong. Yeah. Two, that's so, I was probably the problem in so many relationships or just I things in general, because if I'm thinking I have no issues when everyone else says like everyone is going through something, including yourself. Yeah. Like you have strengths and weaknesses. And I think just to only point out other people's weaknesses is so toxic because you have some too. You're never going to improve. And that's also just kind of like bad on you. Oh my God. It's so like, if you like, all I can say is if you are someone like me and you feel like everyone else, how like everyone in your life is going through something, but like they're taking it out on you and you're the victim and blah, blah, blah. It's like, you need to start looking at yourself. I honestly, I have lost a lot of friends in my life, a lot of close friends, which I mean, I know everybody has, but the fact that a lot of them have happened on the duration while I've been on YouTube Mm -hmm. 
I, I understand how it looks to other people. And I know people just like want to point in things. And for the longest time, I was always like, oh my God, these people are crazy. These people are crazy. Mm-hmm. Which granted, some of them were. <laughs> but also at the same time, I would never let myself, I was never big enough or mature enough to realize that a lot of issues also were caused by me. Oh, completely. And now if I were to look back at a lot of these people and I look, I, the thing is I don't want to be friends with any of these people anymore. Yeah. I really you, don't. If given the chance, just because we're not, we weren't meant to be friends. Yeah. But I would sit down and I would own up for what I've done. Yeah. Handle things different. Exactly. Like if you could go I back, was really sure. immature in a lot of ways. But even like Eli came to me the other day with like a work problem we were having. I don't know if he's listening right now, but he's sitting in here. But I tried really hard. It's re- That's the thing also is like being 24 and being an employer of other human beings. Oh like, my gosh. I don't know what the heck I'm doing all the time. And it would all be so time. stupid of us to think we know what we're doing. Oh my God. But, th- <laughs> but a lot of people, like, I think that's something that we're able to put our ego down and say, okay, we've only been a boss for maybe a year. I maybe <laughs> I feel like I finally just started learning how to be a boss two weeks ago. So it's so stupid of us to assume, oh, yeah, I know how to be a boss. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where we need to take two steps back and say, OK, maybe I know the beginning bit and I know where I struggle. And a huge thing is asking our assistants or people we work with to be like, hey, anything I can do better? Like, hey, just give me a real moment. Like yeah. any in my communication, anything, because I don't want resentments to happen. And I don't want I want this to be healthy. But that comes from caring about the relationship to be able to fix it before a problem happens. Actually, I remember one time I had a problem with my assistant and I was like, I don't even know how to like talk about this. So I asked my team, I was like, how do I handle this? Also, I need to get back to the Eli story, but I'll get back to that after. Sorry. And no, you're fine. But Greg was like, okay, you need to sit her down and then tell her like, these are the things that I like would like you to improve on. What can I improve on? And I was like, I'm not going to ask her (laughs) what I'm doing wrong. I don't want to be told what I'm doing wrong. But honestly, I needed to, and it helped a lot. I needed to swallow my pride, be like, okay, like how can, it it all leads back to communication. So so cliche. It's true though. Eli sat me down. Oh my God. (laughs) My assistant's calling right now. (laughs) She could sense it. She's like, hi, I heard you were talking about me. She's great. Love her so much. But Eli sat me down the other day and like, also, just side note, it's it's a thing because obviously he's one of my best friends in the entire world. He's like a brother to me, he's family. Yeah. But then also he is my employee. Mm-hmm. So finding that divide. So when he sat me down to talk about business things, it's really yeah. hard to like figure out like, are we talking about friends? And then not getting offended or hurt in a friendship way. Yeah. And but I had to step up as a boss that- and be like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry that I, you know, did this. How can I improve better? Like, this is what I'm dealing with. Did I do a good job though? I think I did way better this time than had you asked me last year, right? Mm. And I've been so nice the past few days. Have I not been? He's (laughs) nodding his head, everyone. But what's cool is I think when you go through that, you realize what that problem could have been and how it could have gotten a lot worse Mm -hmm. if you didn't just take a moment to be like, okay, what do we need to do to fix this problem? Exactly. And And I I appreciated it so much. Most relationships significant other whatever blah 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 so many people just put band-aids like I've done that before too it's so bad because you just want to fix the problem and you don't want to get to the root of it but that will only make it things 10 times worse especially with time and I think a lot of people get in that situation where they're like I'm so sorry like I'm sorry I reacted that way I'm sorry I like yelled at you I'm sorry whatever but then the next thing they know in a year it's so much worse with their significant other for instance Mm -hmm. and they realize that that's just never been fixed And it's just so bad. Yeah. I feel like a big thing for me too is I, I just for everybody, I feel like a lot of apologies are like, well, I never, 
and meant to do that. I, mm -hmm. I didn't intend for this, whatever it may be. And a lot of times before when I would apologize for things, I'd be like, well, that's not what I meant to do. But yeah. that's not an apology. That's Just so because true. I didn't mean to do it, I still did it. I still made someone hurt for whatever it was I did. Yeah. I think that's what was setting me back in the past with a lot of my friendships mm -hmm. was I'd apologize. Or also be like, don't you know that I wouldn't Exactly, like mean based that? on my character, whatever it may be. Which I mean, there is like a fine line between the two of those things. Well, I've said this before on the podcast, but the saying... You judge others off their actions, but you off of your own intentions. Yeah. Or think about it flipped. I would judge you off of your actions and you would judge and I would judge myself on my intentions of like, oh, well, I didn't mean to slap you. We're like, you're like, yeah, but you still but you slapped literally me. Sla exactly. So like, say sorry for doing that, you know? So I yeah. think that's something I feel like I'm like learning and still learning because it's so easy to write off your own things because you're like, oh, I didn't mean for that. Exactly. And then with such a close friend, you are like, well, don't you know my character or whatever it may be? But regardless, like you still made someone hurt. But I also feel like that can be extremely toxic when you think of extremely toxic relationships in the sense of, you know, a boyfriend or girlfriend being like, well, well, I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. And then you're like, you're right. They didn't mean to. Like, they're still a good person. It's like, yeah, but he's still continually cheating on you. You know what I mean? Like, so th that's obviously an extreme situation, but that's just another example of you can't use that, that they, di they didn't mean to, where I feel like I do that all the time, all, all the time. I'm not cheating on people, <laughs> but like, it's just so easy to be like, oh, they didn't mean to, like, I can easily justify, justify people's, act things. people's exactly. actions. I think a lot of people don't understand the difference between when you're blinded with your own actions and you know what you're doing, but you're still choosing to do something. For instance, in that situation, if you were to say, oh, I don't like being oblivious to it, like, oh, I don't have any problems in this or like, I'm not a problem. Like, in you're this. the one with the problem. I don't have a problem. Yeah. Versus saying, oh, yeah, I did this, but I'm going to like not talk about it or think that it's a bad thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. It's just like a weird thing. But also like this is another one of those situations where we don't have any answers to anything. Mm -mm. And we're dealing with it just like an everyday. But I think it's important person. for people to see, you know, we've been friends for we've been good friends for almost like two years now, Yeah, you know? And like, I think a lot of people, you know, we always see comments saying, oh, I want to have a friendship like you guys. And I can say whether it comes across listening to this podcast or not, that's something that we make sure to do because we care about each other yeah. and we care about our friendship more than being annoyed for two seconds. It's where like a lot swallowing of people, your pride. Swallowing your pride for that. And the same thing goes with even like significant relationships, whatever kind of relationships, whatever where you put yourself out of it and you are selfless and put the other person first. And yes. I think that's such a huge, huge thing where so many people are just so selfish in relationships and they're so quick to be like, drop a person, be like, okay, bye, let me find a new friend. Yeah. Or okay, bye, I'm just gonna go date someone else now. Because you can do that, you will be so miserable in life because that's not what relationships are meant for. In the past, I feel like every time someone would upset me, I would just completely justify for them why they did it. Like, oh, they're just going through this or they meant it by this. But bottom line is, I was upset. I was hurt. Yeah. And so I would justify it, which in my head I thought was healthy. And I thought that I'd get over it and mm -hmm. it'd be fine. But really, it would just build resentment for me towards the person. Yeah. And it would just build and build and build until something small happened. And then I would blow up. Fun fact. A lot of people – were you done? I'm so sorry. Oh, no, you're good. Okay. Um, fun fact. A lot of people I'm, – I'm such a great counselor when it comes to relationships, even though I've been single for a very long time. And – I just love helping people with their problems, but I feel like a lot of people always come to me with the relationship problems. And something that I always say is, okay, let's say there's a couple's having a fight or something. And I don't know, she's like, oh, he's doing this X, Y, Z, whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. He did this again, blah, blah, blah. And the biggest thing I usually say is, okay, but like, is there growth 
making at all? Like, are they making actual steps? Everyone has problems. Let's say, let's say, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a decent one um, without being like weirdly specific. Like it's <laughs> different if someone hurts you in a way and does it multiple times, are they actually making active choices and trying to get better or are they just letting it happen every single time again? Do you yeah. know what I mean? And I think that's something that I'm always asking of like, okay, well, are they actually making steps to progress with this? Are they like saying, hey, I have this problem, um, whether it's lying or being stubborn or like whatever it is. But the next time that that happens, did you notice growth? Did you notice them like wanting to be stubborn, but then they're like holding their time. Like they're trying, you know what I mean? Or is there effort? Like, I think that's just a huge thing with relationships in general is like, is there effort for change? Are they like willing to acknowledge that, Hey, this is something I struggle with. For instance, my boyfriend really upset me recently mm -hmm. and it was, I mean, it was nothing bad. He just like was joking around, but it was something that I was feeling really sensitive about, which mm. granted he didn't know. Yeah. And so and he can't read your mind. It, he can't read my mind. Also it was through texts, which was just always misconstrued, obviously. And, you know, I, it was hard for me because I'm not confrontational and the relationship is still very new and I didn't want to come off psychotic. Yeah. <laughs> but I decided, you know what, like I need to learn from my past mistakes where I would just let things build. And I don't want resentment to build towards him because also it's something so small and it really wasn't a big deal at all. So I mustered up the courage and I wrote him a long text. I was just like, hey, just saying this now, like from my track record, I've learned don't hold things in. It's not really a big deal, but I just want to let you know what you were saying really hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going through a lot right now, blah, blah, blah. Wrote it all out, and he replied and was so mature, and it was just like a nice way to communicate. Yeah. Where what was really just a problem that I was having with him, um, you know, had I not said that and let that build, then it becomes a problem of my own mm -hmm. by not saying anything. And then it just kind of like takes up way too much just resentments and then there's things build exactly and like that what was just a pro like his problem essentially becomes a problem that I caused myself yeah you know what I mean oh completely so I feel like in times where I am scared or nervous or something to say how I really feel or swallow my pride whatever it may be it just it makes so much more sense and it makes the whole situation so much easier if you just do it. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've learned over the year for sure. And that's saved me a lot of like stress. And it's really helped all my relationships, whether it's with my boyfriend, with my family, with my friends, yeah. with my coworkers, whatever it may be, yeah. employees. So I think just like swallowing your pride and getting off your high horse, honestly, is me. No, yeah. I think you nailed it with the fact that it's every relationship. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people categorize like, oh, this is my significant other. Oh, this is my sister. Oh, this is my best friend. And they're very separate relationships, but relationships in general are all extremely similar. Even like work, your relationship with yeah. work and like the comment sort of thing. Like, mm -hmm. I need to get off my high horse. Yeah. If I get a hate comment, yeah, it sucks. But also it, it kind of ties back into that whole thing of like if you're going to take accept the the like love and like mm -hmm. all that stuff, you need to also accept the hate. It's just mm -hmm. like you need to be neutral. Yeah. Again, you kind of just have to be like balanced with everything. Yeah. No, I think you really nailed that. Um. Oh, my God. I loved this episode. Oh, my God. I feel like it was just like a long rant about how we've been feeling about things. But I feel like we have learned a lot. You know what? Sorry to keep talking. But I think it's really cool that I feel like – I keep referring, but had we done this a year ago, I, I kid you not, I would have put it on everybody else, but this whole episode is about what I've been doing wrong. Yeah, I think 
the biggest thing that we would love, obviously, to tell you guys and share with you is just that we are constantly learning. We are constantly changing. And even, you know, you heard us talk about stuff a year ago. And like, that doesn't mean that it's concrete necessarily. And like, life is just always changing and growing. And it's just really cool to, I don't know, it's just really cool to see that. And it's cool because I think for us with YouTube always being so permanent, like we felt like we had to be an, an expert in everything. And I think this is the first platform where we feel like we can just say our our thoughts and it doesn't even need to be a concrete opinion or like thing that you have to do it's just hearing other people kind of go through things and talk about it it's just really cool and um yeah I think we have learned a lot I'm so excited for next week's episode me too oh my god I think being able to apologize and say sorry is a strength not a weakness oh my gosh yes oh my gosh yes I I used to view it as being weak or owning up to being wrong or actually yeah. being wrong, but it's okay to be wrong. No. And you need to apologize for your actions. It's so healthy. And I think you will grow so much more as a person if you're able to do that. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. Wow. We love growth. So profound. Love growth. Anyways, <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, comment, rate our podcast, and you can listen to it anywhere, whether it's Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to your podcast. This is the first time I think I've ever gotten this outro. You Don't forget to it, also, girly. you know, Instagram, Twitter, hit us up. Pretty basic. Just YouTube. YouTube. Second pretty video basic. will be coming. Will be coming soon. soon. We love you guys so much, and um, we'll see you next week. Talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs> Almost at it. Bye.